0: Well, I am very excited about this week's episode of the Final Score Podcast because for the first time, we will have a Super Bowl champion on the program. Uh, Fresh off their big victory Sunday over the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Rob Havenstein, Ligonore graduate, right tackle for the LA Rams, uh, will will be back on the program to talk about the big game and just what it was like uh, to, to to win football's ultimate prize. So Rob will be joining us in uh, just a couple of minutes. Uh, Lots to talk to him about. Uh, The the game-winning drive, just the drama of the game, winning the championship, what it was like to uh, clutch the Vince Lombardi trophy, who did he celebrate with after the game. Uh, Lots to get into Rob with. And uh, really looking forward to that conversation because Rob's always been great to us here at the FNP uh, since since, since he – since he came to Ligonor, a 2009 graduate of Ligonor, and he's always been great to us uh, throughout his high school career, his college career at Wisconsin, and uh, with the Rams. He's always uh, given us the time, uh, which which we're very appreciative of. Uh, So look forward to chatting with Rob about the week that was Super Bowl 56 and the Rams' big victory in just a couple of minutes. Uh, John Cannon is here with me as he Uh, is every week, and uh, John, uh, I know you were working Sunday. Did you get a chance to catch any of the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, I had it on uh, the television. Unfortunately, our volume wasn't working that day, so I watched it, but uh, yeah, it's all a good bit of it.
0: Uh, I mean, you you, you remember, Rob, as a player, Mm -hmm. uh, the the famous photo of him uh, jumping into, uh, or of Rick Connor jumping into his arms (laughs) after after the state final in 2009. And I was thinking, John. I don't know if anything compares to the Super Bowl per se, but but mm-hmm. just I was just thinking about other notable mm-hmm. accomplishments for for Frederick County athletes. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, just in just in off the top of my head, you had Brandon Klein's major mm-hmm. league debut, um, another Ligonier graduate, uh, Joe Alexander uh, mm-hmm. being being drafted in the NBA lottery. Just there, there have been a lot of big notable moments for Frederick County athletes over the years and just Mm -hmm. want to know if any came to mind for you.
1: Yeah it's actually you mentioned Linganore, and then the other one is Kara Consuegra who uh, went in the WNBA as well Uh, so when you go in Linganore's gym they have those three jerseys hanging up there you have Rob's Kara's and Joe Alexander's um, in their gym but I mean you go way back you have like Charlie Keller I mean he who played with the Yankees and he was the star of the 1939 World Series uh, which which he helped them win Uh, that's that's obviously comparable and then you have like Chuck Foreman you know played in what three super bowls with the Vikings now they never won but they may they played in three super bowls and what Rob has two now right he's played in he, two he and, played in 2 1-1 one, one, yeah one right and then Nikki Teasley is, a, is another huge one in the WNBA she actually hit the game winning shot um, for the LA Sparks in the 2002 WNBA finals and was also a WNBA All-Star MVP at one point so they, we've had we've had some some uh, Notable uh, athletes on the national stage.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you put Havenstein's accomplishment right oh, at the sure. top, though, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, well,
1: I, I, mean, I wasn't around when Keller did it. The Yankees won the series. That's a, that's a way up there too. But yeah, it's it's definitely on par with that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, h- high school wise, though, we're 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 getting down to the. Um, uh, Last week of the regular season here, the, the the final days of it. I guess we'll have CMC championship games next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, memory serves, I believe it'll be uh, Urbana and Katoctin for girls uh, in, in, in the girls, because mm-hmm. uh had a big win over Williamsport again, a one point win over Williamsport um, uh, to, to uh, clinch that spot in the championship game. And for the boys, I guess it'll be Walkersville and uh, Linganore, right? Probably Linganore. I think um,
1: I know they each have boys and girls both have some games left. I mean, Catoctin's in a position where they could actually, the girls, they could lose a game, and they still, since they swept Williamsport, they'd still be fine. Linganore, I believe, has a similar situation. Um, it's looking like, uh, Linganore boys, excuse me. Yeah, it looks like what you said is correct, how it's going to play out.
0: Right, and we have the Frederick and Urbana girls uh, coming up this week, too, right?
1: Yeah, I saw that first one. It was great, right down to the wire. Of course, as, as you know, Frederick's missing a couple starters, but they've been gutting out wins. They continue to win. And uh, so they're, they're, they're missing players that they had the last time they faced Urbana, but they usually find a way to make, make it work, so we do say.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you have your clear group of front runners, and then you have teams like the Middletown girls who played great mm-hmm. and gave Frederick a great game uh, uh, last Friday. And uh, he beat Catoctin. Uh, and in and they beat Catoctin. Mm-hmm. And then on the boys' side, that 3A West is going to be mm-hmm. wild because this week you had Frederick beating Oakdale. Right. And it's again, everyone is beating everyone in that region. So, um, mm-hmm. so the, the playoffs, uh, uh, should be, uh, uh really interesting coming up, uh, starting with the CMC championship games, uh, Tuesday night, right? It, uh, uh yes. Yeah, so I want to say hood college. It, it hood college. Yep. Yeah. So we'll be talking uh, a lot more about, uh, basketball playoffs. We have uh, wrestling regional and state championships coming up the track, uh, State championships in an altered format are, are, are going on as we speak down at the Baltimore Armory. Uh, so we'll talk about all of this postseason stuff for winter sports in the coming weeks. But when we come back, right after this break, we'll have Rob Havenstein of the L.A. Rams talking Super Bowl 56 and, and the team's big win. Stay with us, everyone. Last Sunday, Rob Havenstein became the first player from Frederick County to play on a Super Bowl winning team as the L.A. Rams pulled out a dramatic 23-20 victory over the Cincinnati Bengals in Super Bowl 56. We are thrilled and very lucky that in the midst of a very busy week, Rob has made some time for the folks back home, as he has always done, and he joins us now. Rob, congratulations, man. It's, it's great to have you Back on the podcast in such uh, short order with, with some big news to talk about. How, how are things? Anything going on this week at all?
2: Yeah, thanks, Greg. No, I appreciate it. Um, always always good to be on. But, yeah, you know, this week's been a little crazy. Uh I mean, after, obviously, winning the Super Bowl, all the emotion that goes on, like, like with that, ha- trying to just comprehend kind of what happens and you know whether or not uh, you win the Super Bowl or not, it's it's always about a week, two week process for me after whenever the season ends. I'm kind of just, uh, kind of walking around the house and just kind of being like, wait a second, I don't have to go. You know, I'm it. It, just, it almost feels like a bye week where I'm just kind of like waiting for that practice to come up and be like, all right, we got to get back to work here in a little bit. And in all reality, you know, you don't, you don't have to. <laughs> so it's. Uh, it takes a little bit of change. I uh, change, but uh, definitely having you know my girls running around and uh, you know keep me busy. It's uh, it's definitely easier that way.
0: And, and you're getting ready to head back to your offseason home in Wisconsin, and, and we'll we'll talk about all that. There, there's been a lot going on this week after the game even happened, but but just how would you describe the last five days and and what it's been like for you?
2: Oh, it's been unbelievable. It really has. I mean, truly a dream come true. Um, after the final play on Sunday when, um, you know, Aaron, Aaron got there and the ball went incomplete I looked up at the clock and saw 39 seconds left. And usually there's a bunch of quick math that I have to try to do. Like, all right, if we take knees, and they have how many timeouts? Like how much does it? And I looked at, it, I was like, no, the game's over. Like that's it. And uh, you know, I mean, just a, a rush of emotion. It really is. Cause you're so happy. You're so just exhausted. <laughs> um, and then you, th- go back and think about everything you did throughout the year and everything just kind of, cul- you know, culminates to that moment right there. I mean, I'm, I mean, I took half the, uh, or I took that knee basically, you know, you know, quietly sobbing to myself, just cause it was, uh, you know, it's, it's, it was just so much going on and having been there in 18 and having seen the other teams confetti fall down to now it switched up to be blue and yellow. And you, you know, you're in your home stadium, the whole family's in the, um, in the stands you know you girls are coming out to you know come c- come run at you and give you a hug and uh it was, it was crazy it was it, it's been absolutely crazy and then uh with the parade and everything that was that was just a ton of fun Ally showed out in a big way and uh you know really celebrated celebrated with us
0: so you guys do your job you, you you score the touchdown to go ahead at the end of the game but then there's still time left there's still like a minute and 30 seconds left so was that the longest minute 30 of your life or, or, or what, what was it like for you standing on that sideline? I mean, you, I'm sure you had faith that Aaron and your, your guys were going to come through on defense, but what was it like having to watch the Bengals go back on the field and, and, and you had no control as an offensive player over what was happening?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, um, you have faith in your guys and you know, I mean, Aaron's, you know, one of the best players ever, you know, Vons, a now a two time, you know. A Super Bowl champ, one time NFL MVP, or uh, Super Bowl MVP, like Jay, I mean, Jay, I mean, I can list a whole bunch of guys on our defense. I mean, our defense is unbelievable, but it's, uh, as an offensive player uh, with not having anything to do with that, just like you said, Greg, um, you just convince yourself that, hey, we're going to go to overtime. So you're sitting there almost waiting for the next series preparing yourself for overtime or shoot maybe they go down they kick a field goal or say they score we got to go score you know you don't know so you just sit down you don't relax or nothing you just prepare for what you think the situation is going to be next so that's all football is really I mean it's just a game of situation so if we had to go 30 you know 30 seconds no timeouts need a field goal you know just the regular practice stuff that we've been doing all year so but yeah, that's kind of what I was alluding to, and you, know, you know, you're sitting there locked in, locked in, locked in, and all of a sudden you get a turnover, and you're like, oh my god, like, I don't have to lock anymore. It's it, it's over, game over, and we won. So it was, it's yeah. been crazy.
0: Yes. Yeah, so you're locked in, and you're thinking about what potentially could be next. But do emotions intercede at, at all? I mean, or, uh, is your heart in your throat? Like, man, we got, we got, we got to get a stop here.
2: <laughs> um. Maybe for some other people, maybe when I was younger, yes. Trying to almost uh, pass the buck on to, you know, be like a oh, man. I I hope they make a stop so I don't have to go back out there type thing. And, you know, I'm, obviously I'm standing there like, oh, I would I'd love them for get, to get a stop. But it uh, you're locked into your job and what you have to do to go ahead and make this thing done. So, at least me personally, and I know a lot of the guys on our starting offensive line are the same way where it's, uh, you know, Kind of, you're here the whole time. Um, you know, you're happy for a big stop, a turnover, you know, whatever point of the game it is. But you're you're focused on what you got to do. The
0: the the scenarios that are running through your head in that situation is that we're going to need a field goal to tie, or is it we potentially are going to need a touchdown to, to to go back in front?
2: Um, you 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 kind of play both. Um, uh, you're probably thinking thinking you're going to need a a field goal to to go ahead, um, but if it turns out to be a score, then you just flip it and hey, you need to you know you need a score to go win the Super Bowl, and then you just go do that. And you think about everything that you you know seen on film that week, everything that's happened prior to in in the game, and you know try to go out and you know and play the best series that you've ever played. Luckily, it didn't come down to that, but we would have been ready.
0: Yeah. When did it really hit you, though, Rob? When, when did it sink in that you were a Super Bowl champion?
2: Uh, look, like I was saying earlier, when, when that turnover happened and I saw 39 on the clock, knowing that there's a 40-second shot clock and seeing the timeouts that they had and that we didn't need to run a play, we didn't need to get a first down, um, seeing all that and just being like, we can truly kneel the ball out here, like the game's over, and and, and that was it. Um Guys were still kind of running around on the field, and that's kind of where it just hit me right there. Where it's just like, "Oh my!" Like, it's it. We did it. Like, it's it's over. It's done. It's it's crazy. All 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 that work all season. All that work in training camp. All the extra lifts. All the you know massages. The little injuries you played through. It's it, that moment right there is what made it worth it. And it was uh, it was a hundred percent true. It was it was it was very special. Who
0: who was the first person you saw? At- after the game,
2: uh, well, my wife and my youngest daughter uh, came down to the field. I mean, but obviously I was you know sitting there seeing a bunch of teammates and uh, some of the other teammates' families that got out to the field uh, sooner. But um, in terms of my, I guess, immediate circle, that's not a, a, te- a teammate. Um, it, was, it was it was definitely my wife and my uh, youngest daughter Lucy. My oldest daughter, uh, daughter Priya was still snoozing up in the stand, so I don't think they had the heart to wake her up. <laughs>
0: Right, well, was there a teammate that that you were really hoping to 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 really congratulate uh, right off the bat?
2: Oh yeah, um, I mean, not just one. I mean, all all the stories that you, that are built upon, you know, on a team. OBJ coming in, you know, having his whole, I guess. Uh, deal in, in other places, and just knowing that he's an excellent, he's an excellent teammate. He comes to work every day, and then he obviously has the super unfortunate injury, and you can tell he is just absolutely broken about that. And you know, you're broken for the guy, but you wanted to get it done for him. You wanted to get it done for me personally, for Andrew Whitworth. Um, have a guy play 16 years and you know go to a Super Bowl with him and not not get it done. You know, you wanted to do it for him. You wanted to do it for. For a lot of those guys are tight end Tyler Higby who was who was uh hurt in the one of the first plays of the NFC championship game Robert Woods who tore his the ACL in the season I mean like guys that are core part of this team of this culture not being able to be out there it's just you know you didn't need to search for motivation to go ahead and get this thing done and then uh, personally selfishly I 100% want to do it for myself do it for my family and um you know put all that together and you know could just just enough or just everything you need right there.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean take us onto the field. Um I mean what is the scene like after you win the Super Bowl on the field? I mean, there's tons of people on the field. Some familiar faces, some people you probably have no idea who they are. I mean, the the music is blaring, the confetti is falling. Just what's it like after you win a Super Bowl just being in that scene on the field?
2: That's crazy. No, it really is. Uh, you know, they, they're rolling up the the big stage and you know you're you're hugging everyone in sight, and some people you you know i i had no idea who they were and figured i was hugging them anyways and you know high high fives and everything and just a lot of embraces a lot of congratulations to everyone just because you know it's not just the players out there and um in football you know it's for an organization to truly be successful like everyone in that building from the equipment staff to the training room to the to the video guys, the IT department, the scouting have to mesh and work together, and so that's why it's a uh, it's a special thing. So you're were, you're you were happy for everyone, and but it was it was crazy. It was I mean it was absolute pandemonium just because you're almost like you know like we I mean we did it. There's no more. That's it. We 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 said what we wanted our goal to be, which we were 32 other teams' goals, and we were the ones who did it after everything, and it was uh it was wild.
0: Was your family able to come out to LA and, 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 and taking the game in person? Did, did you have a bunch of friends from back home there?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, my, uh, my immediate family came up, my mom, my dad, my brother, sister, uh, my brother's wife, uh, a couple of my buddies from Wisconsin, um, and then my mother-in-law, father-in-law, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, and their son, um, all, all came out and, um, and obviously my wife and the two girls and so um yeah it was it was a great time it was i was I, I was really glad everyone was able to come out and um they've they've been you know amazingly supportive of 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 me and megan through this whole thing and you know helping us out you know when, when we definitely needed the most especially with the kids and everything like that but it's uh you know good to be more thankful for them
0: yeah, I mean the fact that this game was at home and you you didn't really have to travel. I mean normally you're you're traveling a week before the before the game for a Super Bowl. You you, you did it uh, like you said a few years ago, but the fact that you were playing at home, it was on your home field. You, you had a bunch of fans in the stands. Your friends and family were there. Just what did the dynamic of playing at home? What did what did that lend to the experience? I thought
2: it was an advantage for us. I mean. I, you know, I thought to so. it, it, it almost felt like a normal game. week we just had to do a, you know, a pepper alley here, uh, a couple other things here and there where we hopped on a bus and went somewhere. But other than that, you know, I was, I was waking up in my own bed on my own pillow, I was getting my, you know, my, my own coffee from my house. And I went into work, like I did any, any other day, we had practice, we watched film, I came home to my kids and my wife and I went back to my bed and back to my pillow. And it was like a, you know. What's the real difference here uh, between everything we've just done up, up until this point? So it was it was honestly very nice, um, and I think it helped helped at the end.
0: Yeah, I mean, you like all that stuff, but at the same time, did you feel you were being sort of cheated to a little extent of the Super Bowl experience? Just being in another city, just getting to experience the uh, a, a lot a lot of the hype and stuff around the game outside of your normal comfort zone. Did you feel you were missing out at all?
2: Uh no, I don't care about any of that. Um <laughs> No, I mean it's it's um the Super Bowl experience is to win the Super Bowl. I did like that's it. That's the only thing. Um so the fans and everyone can go have a great time and do all that fun stuff and go to you know, Disneyland and do the parades and all that all that good stuff. But there's just you're not going to if you you know in, in 18 we're obviously going to be very happy and have fond memories of that of that team, but you know we didn't we didn't win, so it's always going to be there. It's it's when they talk about that game, it's never going to you know you might bring up oh they played the Rams, but you're, you're not going to bring up that team. In Super Bowl 56, they're they're going to bring up our team. They're going to speak about everyone on that team, all the different storylines. They're going to talk about you, your teammates, uh, so. Uh, no, I don't think I got cheated at all and in terms of like going to a new city and staying in a hotel. and
0: <laughs> Right, all that inconvenience yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> well, when did you get a chance to put your hands on the Lombardi trophy, and what was that moment like?
2: Um, yeah, I think we got to... I think while the, uh, sir, while the ceremony was going on, I saw some of the, uh, the other families come out. So I turned around and went to go find mine and, um, apparently they were just screwing around somewhere. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so it, it, it took her a little longer to get down. So I ended up grabbing her, walking out, saying hi to a couple of fam- or, um, teammates and families that we we're close to. And. Uh, we were kind of talking, and then it was. I saw some people over there after the stage thing. had all all had been done, and everyone kind of walked off. And they were just, it was kind of in that little corner taking pics. And so I, uh, you know, I grabbed Megan and the girls, and or the girl, uh, you know, Maria was still up there. Um, and um, you know, got a got a good snapshot of that. But it was. Um, Von Miller had a replica made when he was in Denver, and he had it in the locker room the whole time, and surprisingly very accurate actually i was i was very very surprised about that but it was um there was a lot of visualization going on with with truly holding that thing and and understanding what that truly means for you know the histories of the nfl and everything like that and um so it was it was almost familiar even though i've never done it before um just with you know the amount of visual visualization i did and uh, i think a lot of people aren't did. but it was uh it was special at the end because it had you know, it had your team on it, <laughs> so it's uh you know it's, it, in a way it was yours. I you know 100%. I had a p- I had a piece of that, and um, it was really cool to even have um, have have my wife and and my daughter touch it, and she you know she saw a couple other people kissing it, so she was kind of interested in that and, <laughs> It was really cool. It was a a lot of
0: fun. Yeah. I mean, this was the real thing. This wasn't Vaughn's replica. This was the Lombardi trophy. So, so that, that, that just had to be awesome. So uh, take, take us into the huddle on the game winning drive. I mean, 15 plays, 79 yards to win the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford and Cooper cup uh, really just took over the game at that point. What were the, what were the nerves like on that drive? And what was being said between you guys in the huddle? Like what, what was the vibe on, on that final drive?
2: Uh, you know, obviously, we didn't have the exact day we wanted to on offense. You know, there's some things that you know we couldn't kind of get going. Um, and it was kind of mentioned too later that it's like the the Super Bowl. There is no style points, and that was kind of said in the huddle of like, hey, like it's just win. That's it. Like, there's no prettiness. We don't have to correct anything. Um, obviously, we didn't go into this great detail about you know what we were saying. But it was like all like all we're trying to do is win. You can do what you got to do. Go win the game. And, you know, we had some key players go out, we had some uh, some young guys stepping in, and it was kind of like, hey, like, hey, I got your back, like, you do your job, I'm, like, I'm going to do my job great, and, like, I got your back, you need something, I got gotcha. you. Um, you know, we had a tight end, have to step up, a couple young receivers, have, you know, having to step up, Cooper, obviously, Cooper, Superman, um, he's one of the coolest cats ever, and that and that was kind of the uh, the tr- the full vibe after all the kind of, hey, I got you back, things were going on. It's just everyone was just totally locked into what we needed to do. Um, no one was too high, no one was low, missed a pass, whatever. There was no finger point or anything like that. Everyone was just steady, steady Eddie, and, you know, we just knew that eventually, however long it took, we were going to get down there and we were going to score.
0: It it almost seemed like Matthew said, this ball is going to Cooper cup. I don't, I don't care what the coverage is. I don't care what route he's running. Like this ball is going to Cooper. Was, was that sort of how it, I mean, it didn't obviously play out exactly that way, but I mean, it it seemed to us on TV that that's what was happening. Like this ball is going to Cooper.
2: <laughs> I honestly, I, I couldn't tell you his, mind, his mindset on that, but you know, if you're going to be thrown to someone who's the triple crown winner, winner of the NFL season, you know, I think I'd want to throw to him too. Um, but yeah, no. I've Matthew made all the right decisions on that final drive, hitting guys when he were open, going to going to his guys when he needed to. Maybe it was cont- uh, cont- it was going to be contested somewhere else, so why not contest it with one of the best receivers in the NFL? And um, yeah, like I said, everyone was just kind of locked into to what they got to do, and Matthew made all the all the right reads.
0: I, I almost hate to bring this up, Rob, but as you guys got near the goal line, you, you, you're you're flagged for for holding um nope. and the penalty was offset but when when you when you drew a flag there were you like oh my goodness i just potentially cost my team the super bowl
2: uh no because i knew we had another shot um obviously i saw the hit on cooper i knew that flag was coming out but it was um you know obviously unfortunate you know it happens in the game of football um they ended up bringing a a, a blitz with both their safeties up the middle and dropped both their defensive ends. So the idea is to hit the safeties in a timely motion so that we're, we're like they're through the line by the time um, our offensive of line can re- respond back in and pick them up. But they hit it from depth. So we ended up, I think, I haven't really actually truly lost it yet, but I think we were pretty much picked up. But when Matthew rolled right, when they dropped my defensive end i took over the defensive tackle to get our guard back inside to help out with any leakage and um i just got to feel the drift of matthew better like I, my guy who i'm holding um, holding on to No, like i guess i was holding him i got the flag the well yeah
0: what well, was it a legit call <laughs> was it a legit call Rob? was the flag legit you're ne- you're never called for holding
2: yeah i'm you know with a with a dropping defensive tackle like that i mean obviously matthew went out there um I thought he was, I thought he was behind me. That's why I was kind of holding on to him uh, with my right hand on, uh, which will never get called. Um, but as he went right, as soon as I feel him go right, I got to let go. I mean, I mean, the guy uh, sold it a little bit. Obviously I'm going to say that I'm biased every single time an offensive lineman gets a hold, but uh, um, you know, it is what it is. It's going to happen. Happened in the Super Bowl. happened in the regular season, whatever. Um, but no, it, it's, it's kind of the same thing of the steadiness of what I'm talking about. It's like you know, he's like, "Oh my God, I just lost the game." Be like, "Okay, well, I'm going to do something on this next play to go ahead and get myself, you know, to to, to let our team go win the game." Um, and then at the end of the day, who's going to remember the the you know the holding call? They're going to remember the little fade route we ran to Cooper, and you know that's how the drive capped off. So eventually, the holding will kind of fade away.
0: Right, and, and you and you said you saw the 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 hit on Cooper, so so you knew. A flag was coming there, so you weren't so worried about your flag really setting you guys back. Yeah, yeah. The the Bengals have a couple of beastly DNs, don't they? And in Hubbard and uh, uh, Trey Hendrickson.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're really good. It was um, was a really good uh, really good job for us. Hold hold on a second, girls are coming.
0: That's okay. They can come on.
2: Come here, Lucy. Come here, baby. We gotta be quiet though. Come here. We we gotta be quiet, okay? Yeah, um Hi Lucy. I thought, this is Lucy, Mr. Fox. Uh yeah, <laughs> you know, uh Sam and Trey were were you know a lot to prefer for. They're very technical guys who are very efficient. Um and that's something that showed up on film a lot. And um you know, I I went and watched a ton of film with uh with with Andrew, he had his the IT department come in and set up a uh, computer hooked up to one of his uh, TVs in the um, in his cigar bar area. Obviously, we weren't partaking in that, but you know, we ended up watching I think like six or seven games just straight out of uh, on those guys to try to get a true feel for what they want to do and when they want to do it. and you know, obviously they had their favorites and you kind of get a little skewed if you just watch their, maybe their sack tape or something like that or their pressure tape because you're like, okay, this guy's out here, you know, killing guys. And it's like, okay, obviously you watching, you know, you're watching a highlight tape. So, you, you know, so you really got to get in there and uh, kind of figure out how the flow of a game goes and like what the actual circumstances are and things like that. And um, that's something I thought we did a good job with, you know, all the way across the board on, on, on us five because their inside guys were stout and that whole defense is just really good and that like everyone plays their role well. Um you know, and it's they play well together and it's they're a tough defense, they really are. Well what were they doing to take away your running game? Um things here and there uh, you know I'm not going to get too too much into specific things because I actually haven't <laughs> I haven't actually watched it and yeah. just kind of seeing what was going on just, but just, um, just
0: in general though what, what were they what were they doing
2: I, I mean guys were falling off making plays like I I gave up a TFL on a kind of down in the red zone I think where he kicked a field goal Um, I, you know they had a they were playing a jam front and they were going to they were bringing a nickel pressure off the backside so everyone's going to slant that way and I was laid off the count because I couldn't hear anything um, so I was ended up being behind it. And like I said, he was just, he was kind of on half, he was on half of me and just got enough penetration and made the play when it, when it came down to it. Cause I mean, cause they are a good defense. It's not, you know, it's, um, obviously they wouldn't, you know, otherwise they wouldn't have been in the, um, in the Super Bowl. but, uh, you know, guys were just, you know, they were out making plays and we were doing some uncharacteristic stuff at the beginning. And, uh, you know, that's jitters or what you know whatever it happens to be but you know it happens so um you know is what it is
0: who are you most happy for after the game
2: um besides you know (laughs) selfishly besides myself uh probably wit um and having been in the room with him you know when sean came in he came in with him and i was I, you know i was a carryover from the other team and just how much he and his family has kind of taken us under under their wing and how much him and sean have just changed the culture um of of the los angeles Rams um playing 16 years and then playing the team that told you after 11 years of playing with them like hey you know i don't think i don't think you have it anymore you know and then five or six years later, whatever it was, you know, you're playing them in the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, crazy story. Um, just the way it worked out, but I was, I was super happy for him. And he's, uh, it's he's former, done some
0: former team too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Some of, uh, you know, he's just done so much for, for our whole, our whole team, our whole room, me personally, our, our whole offensive line. It's, you know, I was just truly happy for him.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know you're not going to speak for him, Rob, but I'm going to ask anyway. I mean, do you, do you think this is the end of the road for, for Wed, or what's your hunch?
2: Uh, the man's getting younger. He's, he's, <laughs> he's found the, uh, he's found the fountain, the fountain of youth. Where, 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 younger, where, 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 uh,
0: where is that? Where is that? Can he, can he let us know? Can he clue us in?
2: Uh, I have no idea. I have, I I, I wish I knew, but you no know, guys a freak. Um you no know, honestly, you have to ask him. I don't know. I couldn't, I, I'm not going to speak for him because I can't. Right. I, you know, I, I'm not sure what's going on between him, um, you know, between his ears, the conversations with his family and everything like that. So uh, whatever he decides, happy as hell for him. I love the man. I love his family. I'm just super juiced for him.
0: Hey, has he told you the decision and you're just not going to say it or you truly don't know what, what he's going to do?
2: Maybe, maybe not.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> hey when when you when the front office and the ownership went all in when when you guys traded the draft picks uh for matthew uh uh when you bring in an obj when Robert woods goes down when you guys are all in to make this happen in l a in your hometown and and to win the super Bowl this year in your stadium what what was going through your mind when you were when you went all in and all those bold moves were made before the season
2: i mean obviously there's a lot of confidence and 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 what the uh you know kind of the upper management sees in this team and so maybe you just need a few more pieces or it's just like hey like we're giving this all we got so you know let's go ahead and do this do this as a team all you know have have everyone give give all they got and you know kind of step it up a little bit more bring that focus in a little bit more but you know obviously to get players like that it was awesome it's well i mean so obj his first day was actually the day so, he, so we acquired OBJ before Robert Woods actually tore his ACL. So it just kind of not that I'm gonna say it worked out like that because when you lose a player like Robert Woods, who was just a, you know, the staple of what it means to be a Ram. You know, obviously that's never, never a good thing. But you know, having, you know, having traded for for Odell, you know, obviously that that you know strengthened our depth. But you know, an absolute ton, and you know, losing Robert was a heartbreak and gutted for the guy but um and then you know when you bring in Vaughn you know having his his success and and everything like that it's just you know and then you see him kind of in person and the way he works the way he practices and kind of the leadership he brought to um his experiences with the Super Bowl obviously winning a Super Bowl every piece so the guy knows what it takes to get done and so when he talked people listened and I think I brought a lot of people along with him
0: yeah, I mean, did that really galvanize the team that, hey, the front office really believes that we can do this and we're going all in and it's, 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 it's get on board. Uh, here we go. Did that really bring the team together, those, those front office moves?
2: I think we were, I think we were trending in that, in that way, anyways. I think it just lived by the fact. Um, you know, I think we were, you know, we are, well, at that point, we were a confident team and uh, we, I think we were feeling that way, anyways. And then when it came down, you know, to those moves, we were, you know, we, we just, even more so insured in ourselves. And so I think it's a, I think it was, I think the Rams are an excellent organization to work for. And, you know, there's, there's truly not one area of of the organization that doesn't want to win. And, uh, you know, if that's not your main focus in a, you know, we're not rebuilding anything, it's your main focus is to win. And, you know, if everyone has that same goal, then then you can work around the other things and the details, but it's when that, you know your main pitch is is not the same and not in alignment ever across the board. Then it's then then you're in trouble and just going to be more thankful for the way the Rams go about their business and treat you know, treat us as players and everything like that of you know hey we're doing everything we can to win because we know you guys are putting your heart and souls out there.
0: Yeah, I mean you, you get the result this time you win. You, um, uh, you're playing at home, but just in general, just how did the Super Bowl experience compare this time to to, to the first time you were there in in eighteen nineteen?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, you kind of said it earlier, you know, not having to travel, being a new city. um, It was, it was a lot easier. I was home. I was, my drive home was 13 minutes every day. My drive there was 13 minutes. There was no traffic. I mean, when we were in Atlanta, uh, we stayed downtown and practiced at Flowery Branch. So if you wanted, you know, if you wanted, when we went to practice, it was shoot, almost close to an hour drive with traffic Every time, you know, you're just sitting on the semi, you spent more time in, the, you know, on the bus than you did anything. And that's where our, our weight room was. We actually had a lot of equipment. So if you want to stop and get a lift in after practice or before practice, you almost had to go early, but everyone had to leave. So you didn't really, we are a lot more better equipped um, this time. Um, and like I said, I thought that made a difference
0: were you worried at any point during the game that you weren't gonna win like here we go again we're, we're not gonna do it
2: um you gotta instead of if you listen to yourself and listen to that kind of little that little inner voice you're gonna you're gonna start hearing some of some of the stuff like that and you just have to be that much of a you know a mentally strong person to uh, to tell yourself be like hey like it's the next series it's the next snap no matter what's happened what the score is what it is like okay what do we got to do to get back in this thing we got to score a touchdown like boom okay that you know next next time we touch the ball that's our goal we're getting six and then turn it into seven or eight whatever you know the situation arises um but uh i think uh I mean, a lot of people did a great job of kind of staying in the moment and staying and uh not really worrying about i guess winning and losing at that time it was um, you know, just doing what you got to do to make sure that you're gonna win the game when it's zero 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 at at the end of the fourth quarter instead of you know twelve twenty four left in the third or whatever it is.
0: Right, it, it's all consuming, right? It's just a it's a, it's a puzzle. It's, it's what do we have to do to win the game? It's it's just what 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 do we have to do next? Like you don't think about the outcome while you're in the moment, right?
2: Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, there was a great quote that uh, MJ's had. I think it was on The Last Dance. I was like, hey, you know, I've never actually lost the game. I just ran out of time. And that's kind of the mindset that you have to have, um, you know, like you're always just trying to get back and get ahead. And then all of a sudden the clock expires. And you're like, damn, well, you know, we didn't we didn't get there, but you know, obviously you still lost. But, you know, you, your mindset was never, hey, we're going to lose this game. Dang, shoot. No, no, it's okay. What can we do to get back in to go ahead and win this thing? And then it's like, oh, the clock expires. Boom. Okay. Learn, learn, moving on. But I thought everyone did a great job of, you know, keeping themselves in the moment and saying, you know, what are we going to do, and how does that relate to my job in this play on this series?
0: Right. You're wearing a Super Bowl champions hat right now. A nice black Super Bowl champions hat with the Lombardi Trophy. How how many times has that hat come off your head in the in the in the last five days?
2: Uh You know, this is the first time I was actually wearing. I was, okay. I was wearing the one after the. uh, <laughs> These are the ones for the parade, and so we were running a little late uh, getting to the bus, and we were like, fine. they planned for it, so we didn't actually miss the bus." But we were out, we were rolling in with the girls a little bit late, so I didn't actually have time to run in and go grab this thing. So I just wore the one after the um, after the game that they got, that they handed out on the sidelines. But uh, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna take this one off for a minute just because uh, I like the ring. I like the sound of it. I like the look of it.
0: Right. Well, what was the
2: parade like? It was fun. It was a good time. Um, seeing all the families there and guys having a good time and, you know, it was a beautiful day. So, you know, you couldn't ask for anything, anything more than LA. And then we got to our uh, destination out in front of the Coliseum, you know, there was a ton of people there and they were, you know, having fun, and excited for us. And it was just a, uh, it was a great way to cap a great season.
0: Well, well, was the Coliseum kind of a full circle moment for you guys? Cause when you, when you showed up in LA, that, that that's where you were playing games
2: yeah yeah no it was it was really kind of cool for me um having obviously been in the edward jones dome to start in st louis and then we move out here to the coliseum and then we get here with uh, sean it's with the coliseum and then we you know eventually move into sofi and then when sofi was the plans were being built uh you know i'm looking at that being like i'm never gonna i'm never gonna see that stadium so i gotta worry about it and you know come full circle here we are and we're you know taking our uh, super bowl photo out inside, you know in front of uh front of the coliseum in front of the uh in front of the rings which is, is always pretty cool and you know we got a lot of great memories there and you know it was a lot of fun
0: yeah i mean because you guys when you moved to la the team was operating out of like temporary t- trailers right you guys were training down at what what cal lutheran or something like that Uh, and you you had a like a 40 minute commute to work every day (laughs) yeah uh, Uh,
2: uh, and and that's if uh,
0: that's if there was no traffic
2: yeah no that that was kind of a misconception. so we were still um we we are up in california that's that's basically the area where i am right now uh that's that's set up where we live, so we've always been in our temporary building, which isn't tra- a trailer park. It's it's a real it's a real building. It's just uh,
0: yeah, no, but but not the palace, not the, not building. the palace that you guys are in now at uh, SoFi.
2: So, well, so we're only down in SoFi for games. Okay, uh, so yeah, so we still practice and do most of our stuff here, um, and we were only down in the Coliseum for games. So like, uh, the whole temporary thing was just where we are now. So that's our that's our building right now.
0: So you guys are still, for, into, for practice. You, you guys are still in a temporary building situation.
2: Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Come, come on, Mr. crunky uh, let, 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 Let's get, let's get a, let's get a real nice uh, building building going here. So, um, I, I know Rob, you're Wisconsin and, and lakes and fishing and in your Mount Airy, but, but have you become more of an LA guy in, in your, in your time out there?
2: Uh, I love LA and it's, you know, it's, it's definitely been a fun experience being out here, but, uh, I would miss the weather too much, um, you know, to, I think, I think stay, but, and, um, you know, obviously, with, you know, family kind of being on the other side of the world and then back in Wisconsin. It's uh I don't think it's going to be the end all be all for me, but it's, you know, it's been a lot of fun out here. I mean, it's, it's a little breezy right now, but it's, you know, sunshine and, you can see Yeah, it, I but, mean,
0: does it, does it ever rain? Do you have to, do you have to water your lawn all the time?
2: Yeah, you do have to uh, water your lawn all the time, but it's, uh, it's it'll rain every now and again. Uh, some years are better than others.
0: And what, um, uh, cold days, what? Like sixty-five or something like that, or?
2: Uh, no, a cold day you can get down into uh, depending on what it is. You can get down in the oh, I don't know fifties.
0: Oh wow!
2: 50s, probably forties in the morning, but it's a uh, it's a different type of cold than um, like sixty here in the shade feels like. 40 or 50 um, yeah. elsewhere just because it's kind of got the dry the dry heat so it's so it's definitely not the humidity cold and it's, you know, it's obviously not wisconsin cold but uh it's just different
0: yeah i mean your your blood has probably thinned a lot uh, since you've been out there
2: so oh, i know i'm so i'm so soft now uh you know i used to, <laughs> I used to be practicing outside of wisconsin no sleeves just you know still sweating and everything like that and, and, and all of a sudden, and, you know I,
0: Go ahead. And, and we also noticed that you don't show up in Wisconsin until until the wet, until the spring, and when and when it's warmer. And then as soon as it starts to turn fall and gets colder, you're you're, you're back in sunny LA too. We we we've we've oh, not, we've, wow. we've, not, we've noticed that,
2: Rob. No, we do it the shoot, we do it the wrong way. We had the uh, I can't remember what it was called now, but it was like the glacier freeze or you know, polar, it was polar vortex. That's what it was, and we left. LA one year to w- go back to that when it was like minus 20 outside and we we're kind of looking at ourselves like wait why did we come back this year <laughs> we could have waited for all that to pass and now it's 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 fun to get the girls out and have them go sledding and uh you know bundle them up and get them out in the cold and you know right enjoy the snow yeah do it here
0: yeah exactly yeah you want a couple of different seasons I guess it can't be sunny and 75 all the time I I, I suppose exactly. so um, and you were doing media last week too. I uh, I saw I saw you doing some interviews before the game. I, I know uh, uh, Jason Fraley had you and Coach Connor on, on on a Zoom, which was probably a lot of fun for you. Just what, what was it like? Sort of you, you you linemen don't get a lot of uh, press and a lot of spotlight, but but you but you were in it a, a little bit last week just because of the nature of the game.
2: Yeah, sure. No, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of uh, a lot of local um, back in Wisconsin, back in Maryland uh, press things. Done. I think it's awesome and. I got a lot of love from from Linganore sent my way and 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 that was really cool really awesome to see and um, yeah you know, I'm just gonna be more thankful of, 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 of the area I grew up in and all the support that was just raining down on me and, and everything and you know I can finally say we you know we got it done appreciate everyone you know we finally did it.
0: Yeah I mean you know coach Connor was watching the game wearing his Rams uh, 79 so. Oh yeah absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so, so what does the summer look like for you? Are you coming back to help Shannon at all? Or have, have you mapped that out yet? Or what, what does the summer look like for you guys?
2: No, that's a good question. Uh, so we're going to, um, we're heading back to Wisconsin tomorrow. Um, Thursday, yeah, tomorrow. Um, a couple things lined up. I'm not sure when I to deal with OTAs and what they're going to be or anything like that. So we're going to, we're going to kind of take her day by day and then try to get, uh, see some family outside of football where I don't have to be such a kind of standoffish guy where I'm, you know, I don't want to go do anything. You know, we can go have some fun and, you know, go boat and go fishing or, you know, you know, whatever it is. And get the cousins together, play them around and, you know, just, just trying to be a dad here for a little bit and went off to be worried about 10 other things on my mind.
0: Right. Uh And, and the media stuff, have you enjoyed, doing that more I mean I I know you're perfectly content with with no one ever really paying attention to you except your 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 teammates and your loved ones but but have have, have you sort of grown to enjoy doing media like this a little more
2: yeah absolutely no it's fun it's you know as I get older my NFL career I can uh you know I guess more confidently kind of talk about things where I don't think I'm gonna you know make anyone mad because you know it's you know first off it's not college anymore when I have to kind of be worried about what I say but gonna say anything too bad anyway. So it's uh you know, so I can go have a little fun with it and, you know, say what I wanna say, take the interviews I wanna take. And, you know, it's always good to, you know, get back and, you know, to talk to uh talk to guys from Maryland, you know, and obviously, you know, me and you, Greg, we've had a long relationship throughout throughout the, you know, my high school career and everything like that. And so it's so it's always fun to get back and talk and um you know do all these uh do all these interviews and I guess, get my face around, and, you know, say hi to everyone who's definitely, um, you know, helped me out along the way.
0: Yeah, you'll be you'll be a media darling, but b- before you know it, Rob. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, do you have a future as a t- as a TV analyst?
2: Absolutely not. No, I don't think so. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely don't want to do that. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, I heard it's a good paying gig, though.
2: I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But there's a lot more qualified people than that, than that for <laughs> me, so.
0: Well, hey man, uh, congratulations! You've always been so great, great to me personally, and, and always made time for me, which I, which I greatly appreciate. Um, and, and and as you know, I mean, you, you're just so loved back here that the whole your your picture was all over Ligonier High School uh, uh, last week, which I'm sure uh, 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 you're, you're thrilled to hear. And um, and just everyone loves you back here. So 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 we're all thinking about you. We're, we're all happy for you uh, that you guys did it. And you, just just thanks for coming on.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it. No, thanks so much. This has been a lot of fun. It's been a crazy couple of days and it's kind of fun to talk about it again, just cause I like doing it.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, I was hoping that when you came on and uh, you came on right, at, right at the end of December right, before you guys were playing the Ravens and I'm like, Hey, uh, if, if you guys make a run here, we'll have you back on. So, so I'm glad that we're, that we're actually doing this just a couple of weeks later. Cause that meant you, you did something pretty awesome. So absolutely. Uh, Hey, Rob, uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, my thanks to uh, John Cannon for coming on earlier to talk about Frederick County sports, to Graham Cullen for for producing the podcast uh, week after week, and to all of you for listening. I don't know if we can do better than Rob, but we'll we'll be back next week with another episode. So uh, thanks, everyone.